Torres, before we talk about your team, uh, tonight is Military Appreciation Night, and I know that's something that uh, has a near and dear place to your heart because not only is your son in the military, but you appreciate the, the job that all of those men and women do to protect our freedoms and put their lives on the line and all of that. Uh, you know, again, can you just tell me what it means to you on a night like this uh, outside of hockey to, to celebrate and appreciate uh, the military? Yeah, that, that's the most important note. It's outside of hockey. Uh, hockey is a little blip on the screen uh, compared to what uh, these men and women are doing, have done, have sacrificed, their families have sacrificed um, in, a, in a situation that, that we find ourselves in and all the, the moaning and the miserableness of, of the year that we've had. It, it, it makes you wake up pretty quickly as far as the real stuff. And uh, yeah, so uh, I, I know I'll speak on behalf of our organization. Uh, the, the appreciation that, that we have, that we have seen people come in and talk about some of their stories uh, in real life situation really hits home with us. So uh, uh, I, I just don't have the words to describe how much is appreciated uh, for me and the organization here. Uh, all these men and women, what they do. All right, let's talk about your team now. And it was a difficult road trip, obviously. Uh, you, you don't win any games on the trip. You played some good games. You were in some games, didn't get a win. Uh, but was the last one even tougher to take because you end up losing a goalie before it's all said and done? And I think you lost a goalie that was playing very well during that game, Jonas Corposalo. Uh, you know, your injuries, you've had a big injury to Boone Jenner and Zach Wierenski's season is over. But, you know, all in all, uh, is a lot of the things that have gone wrong this year haven't been because of injuries, but this one kind of stings down the stretch, doesn't it? Well, I, I, I feel bad for Corpy because I, I think Corpy had been fighting it for a number of games prior to that start. Uh, kept us in in the second period uh, when we, we just gave up too many odd man rushes and he made some uh, very important saves to keep us in it. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit of the bad news bears. You could see Corpy was hurt. Uh, the, the prior play before the cross ice pass, same play. And you knew he wasn't going to get over there. And, and you know, who, you know, it, it just figures. Uh, uh, he gives us an opportunity and he still tries to push across. He just can't push across. Uh, they tie the game and, uh, and they end up winning in overtime. But I, I hope he feels good about his game because that was the most important thing for me because I, there, there had been some struggles in his prior games. Uh, he, was, he was that good in that game. I know you don't have many games left, but does that injury, as you've been looking at different people at different positions here uh, for the last couple of weeks, does that open the door maybe for somebody else to get a look before the season's over? As far as the goaltender? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, Kivy's going to back up. Uh, I, I'll leave it up to Manny and Yarmo to direct me. Uh, Tarasov's here now. Uh, um, yeah, well, Elvis is going to start. Uh, I, I'll go from game to game and I'll talk to Yarmo and, and Manny and see how they want to go about it. Uh, uh, I, I want to give them the best opportunity as far as what they need to look at, uh, you know, because there's some decisions coming up with our two goalies. Who, who knows where it all goes? So I'll, I'll confer with them as we as we play our next game. You mentioned Tarasov and him being here. And not that I don't want to ask you about him playing specifically, but what I do want to ask you is the importance of what he's gone through. He played the season in the KHL. He comes over, he goes to Cleveland. He's had good success in Cleveland. They played well in front of him. Uh, he's put up some good numbers. And when you get into this kind of the year in, in 
the way that you've dealt with it in the past, you, you've seen players that have done really well at the AHL level. And are there times that maybe you don't want to bring them in and, and put them with the team? You want to leave them where they're going to continue to have success because you love to talk about the mental part of the game and, and feeling good about yourself is, uh, is kind of number one, especially as a goaltender. You want to get that confidence when you come over from Europe to North America, don't you? Yeah, and notwithstanding, you know, Kivy's been banging away here. You know, he, he's, he's been playing. He's played some games with us. He's been grinding away. Uh, there is a little bit of uh, a merit to it also. Uh, I, know, I, know, I know nothing about the goalie, just what I've heard. I, I hear they have, he has tremendous potential. People uh, really talk very highly of him in the organization, which is great. But I, I think Kivy has shown he can play in the National Hockey League. And uh, do we just bypass him and, and put Tarasov in if we don't want to play Elvis? Uh, I'm not so sure. You know how I feel. You wait your turn. And I think that's a huge part of a process of a, of a player. And that includes a goaltender. So, uh, but I have, I, I have uh, open conversations in, in this situation with, with our general manager. And uh, because I want him, he's got to make the decisions come the expansion draft and trade and this, that, the other thing. I need to listen to him too and get information from him. You know, and I think that's one of the greatest things about you, where sometimes it can be considered old school mentality that wait your turn. Uh, there is something to be said, not only in hockey, but in life about the work that you put in setting you up for a chance. And, um, you know, it's frustrating at times if you are a Matisse Kivlenix and you get overlooked because uh, the other guy is supposed to be the next best thing coming up. That's very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't think it's fair, you know, and uh you know, these, these are, these are conversations I have with Yarmo all the time that we, you know, we want to look, you know, but, but when we're within the season, that really means something and, you know, okay. You know, he has the potential. We've seen him do this. We've seen him do that. And I get that. Yarmo has that. The, the management team and the scouts have that. They've seen him. I haven't. I'm watching him play today. I watch him play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever it may be. I got to make decisions. They deserve to play Thursday versus some other guys. So th that's where you have, uh, that constant uh, uh, tug of war, I guess, as far as who gets the opportunities in offensive situations and uh, up in the lineup, whatever it may be, without earning it. There, there is still a lot to be said. And I know Jarmo believes this. That's what I like working about them. They're, they're, merit is a very important thing here with him, too, because that's how you build the foundation of a player. Another guy that kind of falls into that uh, boat a little bit to me is Liam Foody, because I think from a fan standpoint, they're saying, OK, if you're playing out the string, if you're playing to see what you have in the future, why is this guy not here? Why is he not playing? Uh, why is he in the American Hockey League? I would counter that by saying he's in the American Hockey League playing big minutes, uh, important roles, important situations. He's put up a lot of points. Um and, and again, that's the way it used to be. You used to go there, you used to earn it, and then you used to come to the National Hockey League. But for a guy like that, who you've had in and out of your lineup too, is it good for him to be in that situation where he's he's playing top minutes and he's getting that kind of experience? Yeah, and, he, and he's had some success down here of late too. And he, he's, Bobby, he's going to be in our lineup tonight. And uh, um, I haven't seen it transform from the American League to here. You know, And uh, remember, the American League, the American League's here. It's with our taxi squad. Basically, you know, it's it kind of a screwed up year uh, uh, because a lot of the American League guys that would be playing big minutes down there are with us. And this is what hurts like Peeker. I'd love for Peeker to be down there playing minutes because he just struggled when he played when he the games I gave him. He was struggling and you have to make a determination of a player 
uh, when they're struggling, especially in that position defense. I know I'm getting off subject from Liam, but uh, you, you got to make sure that you're not setting them up for failure either as you're trying to develop them. And I'd love for Pika to be down there playing uh, a bunch of minutes, but because he's on our roster, there's so many different rules this year. And this is where I think the Players Association are, is asked backwards, that they, they're hurting their own players, quite honestly, as far as developing and some of the things we have to do. Um, along with the league, they, you know, they have to uh, – but I digress. I don't want to get into that. But, uh, yeah, so Foods will play, uh, and, and we'll see where he's at. He, he, he's, he's, he's scored some points, scored a couple goals the other night, done some really good things. We need to see him see it come up here in the, in the National Hockey do the same thing. Actually, you didn't get off subject because Andrew Peak was the next guy on my list, to yeah. be honest with you, yeah. to, to, to ask you about that. And, and I'm glad you brought up the taxi squad because you're right. This year, it's not black and white. It's not you're in the American Hockey League, you're in the National Hockey League. There is a gray area. And I guess some guys are getting caught in that gray area, aren't they? Oh, the taxi squad's awful. It's awful. You know, we, you know, when we, when we put our, our roster in after the, the, the uh, trade, trade deadline, we put Peeker on our roster because we were going to play him. And uh, we didn't, and you have four call-ups. You only have four call-ups out of that taxi squad through the rest of the year. And we want, we knew we were going to use one with Foodie. You know, Yarmo had planned them out, but I played Peeker and it, it was, it, it was, it, he, he just, it was a struggle. He looked a little bit overwhelmed and uh, I don't care what people think, what he's supposed to be or the potential or what he's, uh, what everybody wants him to be. I'm watching what he is. And I have to take care of that too and not hurt this kid. Uh, you know, he hasn't played a lot of games over the past year. It's such a tough position to play and not play a bunch of games to improve. But I don't want to hurt his development, too, by keeping him in there and just failing. And that's what I felt he was doing. He will get another opportunity. I, I hope uh, him being out and slowing himself down, practicing, he'll, he'll come in and play better. But those are the things you have to think about, not just people saying, well, he's supposed to be this. This is what the organization is going to be. I have to watch it and make decisions accordingly. Yeah, and again, it comes back to that mental part of the game. I mean, look at the team that you inherited when you came here six years ago. Guys that won a Calder Cup in the American Hockey League migrated to the National Hockey League, the Oliver Bjorkstrands, the Josh Andersons, the Zach Wierenskis, the Jonas Corposalos. And they were used to winning. They yeah. were trained to be winners. And yeah. I think you make a great point. If you're an Andrew Peak and you get in and you struggle and things aren't going your way, whether you want it to be or not, it's going to be in the back of your mind that, Either, you know, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Oh, I, I can't do this. He'll start to think too much, which hurts the development, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I just got to be really careful with, with uh, uh, ex, ex, I, especially on that defense position. It's such, it's such a tough position to play. I don't think you give up on people. Uh, defense is a position you never give up on people. You never know when they're going to mature. And that's what you're saying is mentally. And I, I do. I, I just think Andrew's had some struggles when he's played. Uh, we took him out of there kind of to save him a little bit. You know, Bayreuther's come in and played well. Uh, we're looking at, uh, you know, Yarmo's looking at Bayreuther. We're looking at Miko, uh, giving him some minutes. Michael Delzato, is, his contract's up after this year, looking at him. Um, there's all things that come into play. And Kook's played a couple of good games, deserves to be in. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we'll see. But uh, it's not because we don't like the player. We're trying to do the player some justice here as far as backing him off let him regroup and let's give him another whack at it here in a little bit. This is where when you're on the roster and the taxi squad and you can't send him down, that's where he's losing a lot of minutes. Best thing that happened for Liam Foodie was just because he, he was really struggling. Just go give him a ton of minutes. Goes down there and plays well. 
you know, again, it's a league that's a little bit watered down now because they're all here. Uh, I want to see, I'm going to put him in an offensive position. I'm going to probably start him with Patty and Jack tonight on wing, put him in an offensive position and see where we go with it. Will you talk to him about that beforehand or how do you yeah. handle that? Yeah, I, 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 I talk to him when they go down. I talk to him when they come back up. Uh, so there's always constant communication. I just talked to Peeker this morning. You know, he, he wants to play, wants to know why he isn't. Shazi, who's his position coach, is going to show him and, and explain to him. Uh, I gave him some general terms and what I thought. Uh, but you know, you know, sometimes you got to wait your turn and, uh, that may, uh, sometimes waiting a turn is in a bad way because the, the pet player is just arrogant and he thinks he should be here. That's not what Peeker, uh, Peeker just wants to know how he can improve. Shazi's going to explain some things to him. Hopefully he'll, when he comes back in, he'll improve in some things. And, and then he starts getting a foundation. As we've talked about before, this is the why generation, right? It's not just. Yeah. They always want to know why, which is not a bad thing, by the way. No, no it isn't. And Bobby, it's really good for the coaches, too, because sometimes back in the day, you really didn't explain why, you know, and, and uh, you just told them. And this is a, the, the communications two way here. And uh, they, they have a right to ask questions. I don't want any player confused when they go home at night to go to bed. Uh, that, that's my goal. At the end of the day, you have something to ask, ask. I'm going to tell you, you may not like it. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, at least you know where you stand. And uh, that's what we're going through the process of Peaker today. Again, it's, this generation has every answer in the world on their phone. They just have to Google it. So, yeah, no, that's why they want to know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> no, we're not getting into that. You mentioned Gavin Bayreuther. Uh, I do want to ask you, well, him and Miko Lettinen, when you put these guys in, I, I think with both of them you're seeing – you can't just look at a guy for one game. It is over a stretch of games. I think Lettinen, I thought his first game in Tampa really stood out. Then he kind of drops off, and now he's kind of back here and there. Bayreuther, um, what have you thought of him? I, I mean, I've, I've noticed him when he has played. What have you thought? Yeah, a gamer. Uh, uh, looks up the ice, tries to make the easy play. Uh, uh, skates out of trouble. Uh, is willing to be in the physical battles also. Now, he's played four games, and, and sometimes you – you play your first few games on adrenaline and you, you, you got to figure out when, when's this guy going to level up? What is, what is he exactly? It's going to take more games to, uh, to see that, but he deserves to be in uh, because I think he's shown us some stuff. He, he, he's gotten us out of our end zone. He uses his legs. And uh, I just like his, uh, I like his energy and uh, uh, he's going to play again tonight. We'll see where it goes from there. All right. Who are you taking out of your lineup tonight? You've told me the guys you're putting in, who are you taking out? Oh God, who am I taking out? I am taking out Dunner's down. I think he right. Dunner was sent down. Foodie's coming in. And I think that's the only change we have tonight. Yeah, that's the only change. The defense is staying the same. And obviously Elvis is going to play goal. It was nice to see Robinson get a couple of goals the other night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, it, it he, the puck falls him. You know, he's one of our, I, I don't really believe in the plus minus, but it does give you a little bit of barometer. One of our few plus players uh, now has, uh, what does he have here now? Seven goals, seven goals, seven assists. Um, still has a lot to learn about the game, uh, but he stays in that lineup with me because of his legs. I, I, I think he causes problems for teams just getting on pucks and allowing us to get some forechecking going. A team that, quite honestly, this year has been starved for forechecking. Uh, he gets involved in that quite a bit for us, and good for him. The puck falls and he scores a couple of goals. Does he need just a little bit more grit in his game? I'm looking at him. He's got his speed. We've talked about he, he struggles getting the puck on net and finishing sometimes. Yeah. But if there was just a little bit more of an edge there, how much better of a player would that make him? You know what? I I think I don't think I think he's willing, Bobby. I think he has to learn 
how to uh, body check and, and not run people out of the building, but he takes himself off of plays because I think his legs get in the way. He, his legs gets him there, but sometimes his legs takes him right out of the play where he misses the guy as far as finishing a check. The, the battling, I think, is a mental part of the game. I, I think he has to learn to be a little bit tougher there mentally as far as staying in the battles and not so much picking. I, he's got to get his nose over the puck more is the best way to say it. He's got to be in it, uh, not just be there and be in it, be in it. And uh, there's a difference as far as puck battles. Puck right, skills still need to improve. His puck skills need, still need to improve. But this is still a pretty young guy. You know, he's a college guy, a little bit older. But he's still going through uh, uh, growing as a player. I think he's given us some good minutes this year. Last guy I want to ask you about is Grigorenko. He had a goal the other night. I, I, he's been in and out of your lineup. I think that he's been he's been a quiet guy. I get the impression he's been a quiet pro for you. Am I right? Yeah, he's been a good pro. He's a little bit too quiet for me. Uh, not not so much with uh, speaking or anything. I don't expect him to speak if he doesn't want to speak. He's been a little bit too quiet on the ice. I, I, you can see his skill. Uh, you can see his shot. He can pass a puck. Uh, I, I always, I always ask him a question. I just don't see you. I, I need to see you more involved in the game. I, I want to see more of an energy in his game, and not not, not by talking. That's being around the puck and wanting the puck more. Uh, everything about his game, I just want to see him in it more. And uh, uh, yeah, so he he may see. I'm going to try foods up there. He may see some time back up there with Patty and Jack. Um, uh, yeah, so he's been in and out because I think that that's where he's belonged. I, I, I think he's been an inconsistent player for us. When you talk about energy, you know, and you've said in these last couple of games, sometimes for guys like, let's say, Seth Jones, Cam Atkinson, you're in a team that's going nowhere. You're not going to the playoffs. That energy can be hard to come by. But for guys like a, a Grigorenko or a Letnin or a Bayreuther that are battling for future jobs, that energy shouldn't be a problem, right? No, it shouldn't be. It should be, you know, honestly, it shouldn't be for anybody. I, I, it's different for different people, as you just explained. Uh, but for guys that are on their last years, I uh, want to continue the National Hockey League uh, uh, and, and try to make a stand. Yeah. Uh, look at Michael Delzato. Uh, uh, M- Michael's trying everything he can, not only showcase himself for our, our organization, but everybody else in the league, because he's done after this year. So uh and plus, you, you got to give for your team. That's what I respect about Jonesy the most. I, I don't think he has taken one shift off uh, since all his buddies left. Uh, very close with Savvy. And, and since they all left, we had injuries, Boone, Z, his partner. Uh, I don't think he's taken one shift off. I, I, I think he's a, a true definition of a leader. And a pro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he is. You know, he's grown. You know, early on, uh, early on, him and I had some – we went uh, through the waves, I guess, and uh, uh, but I'm learning from him now. You know, I'm learning from him, and I love watching him play uh, because I, uh, I I just think he's handled himself so well in a very tough year. I know. Someday it's going to be a trivia question. What coach sat down Seth Jones for the uh, – the, how long did you sit him in that game against Chicago there in that first year you were here? You sat him for an entire period, I think. An entire period. The game meant nothing. It was one of these games like we're playing here. And I was just so sick and tired of him not, not being ready to play. I said, how the hell with him? And Because I wanted to send a message to him for next year. And we talk about it now and we laugh about it. But, uh, you know, the, but I haven't looked back. You, you never see that guy not ready to play. So I hope that helped a little bit of a nudge there. Yeah, that trivia question will be, who was the idiot coach that sat <laughs> yes. Seth Jones? Well, 
There's a lot of questions about this idiot co-chair. I'm sure, Bobby. So <laughs> that's a long list. <laughs> I know. We that, that takes more than one show. Thank you, Torch. <laughs> I appreciate it very much. And best of luck tonight. All right, Bobby. Be well.